You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the talk giant of North Alabama. Listen, we're having the best time. This has been a, this has been good doings. This week has been fun. Right Side Radio is on the air. I'm Phil Williams. I'm your host. I've got a crazy background mixed up with military, state politics. I'm a lawyer. I've been in full-time ministry. All those things are swirling together to, get together to give you a perspective or a, or, a, or a viewpoint that I hope you're determining is exactly what I keep saying it is, solid, conservative, and just plain right. And we're going to do all we can to keep enlightening and empowering and educating and entertaining you in the process. And this has been a great show. We spent some time today unpacking the fact that while government may have a role, a legitimate role, and that's even scriptural, government does have a role, our preamble to the U.S. Constitution establishes that government has a role, that government also has an opportunity to keep that role in check, but too often does not take that opportunity and lets it get uh, unwieldy or burdensome. Well, listen, you heard my friends a while ago, uh, Bunny Pounds from Christians Engaged and her attorney uh, from First Liberty Institute, Lee Patterson. They just beat the IRS. I say beat them, you know, maybe they faced them down. Whatever you want to say, the bottom line is the IRS was trying to uh, tell them they could not form a 501c3 Christian organization because in the words of the IRS, quote, that Bible studies are too often considered to be affiliated with the Republican Party. Oh, God, I cannot believe they even put that in print. But there it was in quotations, and the IRS had to recant. But I've got another friend on the line right now. My friend Becky Gerritsen uh, literally like became one of my heroes uh, back about 10 years ago because what you just heard my friend Bunny Pounds go through with Christians Engaged, the Wetumpka Tea Party went through the exact same thing. My friend Becky wound up, wound up testifying in front of Congress in 2013, uh, and, and, it, and it had a national impact because in the days of Lois Lerner in the Obama administration when they weaponized the IRS, uh, Becky was one of those who said, not on my watch. And uh, she is now with the Eagle Forum, doing amazing things, They're collaborating at times with the other organization I'm with, the Alabama Policy Institute. Becky Gerritsen, my friend, I'm glad to have you on Right Side Radio. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. And I was listening to the show before, um, before I came on. It sounds great. I'm really happy for you and excited that you have this opportunity. So I do appreciate you having me on. Well, absolutely, Becky, and, and, and thank you for saying so. You, you've earned the right to be on, my sister. So uh, let's, <laughs> let's back up here a minute. And, and just in your own words, tell us about those days when Watumka Tea Party was forming a 501c4, I believe, and the IRS uh, made it pretty difficult. Yes, we went through all of the motions to have a tax status that whenever we collected money from t-shirt sales or donations it could just go right back into the organization and not have to pay tax on it so that sounds pretty logical we went through all the application we paid all the money we needed to and that check was cashed within about seven days but we didn't hear anything for over a year and it was only supposed to take you know like two months for it to happen and then little by little we just started realizing that we were being targeted. We received a letter from the IRS and they, it's crazy some of the things that they wanted us to turn over to them. Um, can I tell you what some of those were? Yeah. I mean, it was, it's going to, it's going to gall some of the audience, but they need to hear this. This was pretty intrusive, 
but tell the audience the kind yeah, of things so that the IRS was trying to get out of you. They sent us a letter um, saying, okay, we got your application, but we need some more information. Okay, they had a complete application. They didn't need anything else. But at the top, it says, all um, under penalty of perjury, if I answer any of these questions that they wanted to know, over 80 questions, and here's some of them. They wanted all the names of our volunteers. They wanted our donors' names. Now, even their rules say they're not allowed to ask that. They wanted to know the amounts they gave, the dates they gave them. They wanted to know if any of the donors or volunteers were running for office, and if so, what office. They wanted us to turn over all communication between any legislative body, like including my own representative. They wanted emails and all other forms of communication. They wanted copies of all speeches, um, the speaker's names and credentials of any event we'd ever had, copies of handouts ever given, handouts of other organizations that might have been available at our meetings. They wanted copies of all social media pages, web pages, wanted to know the dates, times, locations of all planned voter registration drives, and there's so much more. But those Becky, were what like they really the wanted, huge ones. What, what they really wanted, Becky, was an Alabama hit list. That's what they wanted. They, they, they wanted to know who did. they could and go pick on. And other groups, they were targeting hundreds of groups. Some of them, they wanted them to actually write into the IRS the contents of their prayers. They wanted to know the books they were reading and provide a book report. Can you believe this? No, I, you know, I, on the one hand, I say no, but at the same time, yes, I believe it because we watched it unfold. And, um, uh, you, you know, a, a, a friend of mine at the Alabama Policy Institute, Carl Jones, calls it the weaponization of the IRS. It's when they, it's when they, Absolutely. it's when a federal agency is, is used in a punitive fashion to help suppress people of an opposite political view of the administration that is currently in charge. And that's exactly what was happening yep. with your situation. You, you know, what we have found out through all of this and, and during the process, that it was not only the IRS, but they were conspiring with the Department of Justice. This was a very insidious, planned um, way to take down the Tea Party movement, which really had so much impact on the 2010 election. And they knew that they just could not have that come around again. So no, they, they, some they, people they that we knew decided to pull their application and just say, look, I don't even want to fight with the government. We're just going to give up, which is so sad. I mean, and it did affect our membership. You know, some people were afraid to come, you know, oh my gosh, if they ever find out that I was there, are they going to target me? So it, yeah, it was or target a terrible my business thing. We or something finally else. did settle with them and actually considered it a victory. Um, but it took about four years for all of that to happen. My gosh. Well, and it, and it shouldn't be that way. And, and I'll be honest with you. I've helped set up, a num- I'm an attorney, and I've helped set up a number of nonprofit organizations. You drop the paperwork, you get it filed, you fill out the application with the IRS, you submit. And I've done 501c3s, c4s, c6s. Uh, it's not uh, something that I'm unfamiliar with. And, and I'll be honest with you. I've had, like for one instance, there was one that was a... Um, uh, it was a a rugby club. I helped them get their 501c3 status set up, and they had themselves established and acknowledged by the IRS in a mere six weeks. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was it was exponentially fast. So what I'm saying is, no one can say, well, this is a part of the normal processes of government, and we have to do these due diligences, mm-hmm. and it does take time. I mean, they didn't even bother responding to you for I think I saw I read somewhere it was 459 days before you even got a response, yes. but they cashed your check. Your filing fee was cashed right away. Um, mm-hmm. So they had the paperwork. They did, and you know we were, were really concerned that 
even though we settled with the IRS and, and it was a small victory, we knew they had done it once and it wasn't going to stop. So, and they were trying to be kind of secretive about it. But in the case you were just talking about, you know, they admitted that their values are too close to Republican values. So they were denied. I mean, they aren't even trying to hide it, which just the gall of the government. I mean, people, Christians especially, need to wake up because we are and will continue to be under cont- attack. Well, I, I agree. And, and, and so I, I hope you heard. Did you get to hear the, the, the segment when, when uh, Bunny Pounds, my friend from uh, a group called Christians Engaged, uh, called in? Were you, on, were you listening to that segment? No, I came um, in right after that. Yeah, I came in after. Well, just a re- quick rehash. So her story is, is somewhat similar to yours, uh, uh, but, but, but like you said, it, it might even be more galling because of the way it was put together. They literally got a, um, a denial letter uh, after a great deal of time. They got a denial letter uh, from the IRS telling them that as a Christian organization that advocates for Christians to be involved in matters of public policy, um, that Bible studies are too often affiliated. This is a quote. Bible studies mm. are too often affiliated with the Republican Party, and therefore their application was being denied. I mean, That's the very incredible. idea that they would say that biblical values are a partisan issue, uh, I mean, I can't believe they put it in writing to begin with. That had to be, mm-hmm. you, you'd love to believe that was some low-level staffer who didn't recognize what they were doing, but then again, it could have been some entrenched bureaucrat who felt empowered. I don't know what the story was, but it was wrong. It is very wrong, and I really hope that as we see so much happening with now they're going to be going door-to-door, checking vaccine status, and the Great Reset, which is from the World Economic Forum, all of these things are coming out now. People are beginning to wake up. Critical race theory, this targeting of Christian groups. I feel like it's coming so fast, we can't even hardly lift our heads up out of the water to, to continue to fight, but we are fighting hard at Eagle Forum. But I feel like because of the speed it's coming, it will wake up more people. We, I hope we are able to use it to our advantage, that people will finally go, whoa, this is America. Enough is yeah. enough. We have yeah. to push back. And, and I tell you what, people don't have to feel like they have to fight every single issue. Pick your issue. Pick your issue yes. and make it your stand. If critical race theory is the one you want to make your stand on, then get in the fight on that matter. If yours is on the question of religious persecution, then get in the fight on that matter. If you if you feel like you want to deal with the issues of why education is uh, at the bottom rung in the state of Alabama by comparison to other states, make that your 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 fighting stance. But we've got to be engaged. Yes. Find your place. Yes. And I think that's and get in the process. That's very good advice, Phil, because so many people. They start off with one issue that really gets them, and then they, they learn about others, and then pretty soon they're just so overwhelmed they don't can't do anything good because it's so overwhelming. So that is really great advice. Pick the thing that, that you have passion about and get involved. Absolutely. Hey, oh, Becky, Phil, we're up against a— we're up against a soft break. Can you hang on during the break? Because I want to finish this conversation yeah, sure. with you. So, listen, that's my friend Becky Garrison from Eagle Forum. Uh, she was a, a hero for conservatives uh, back uh, about seven, eight years ago when she stood up when the IRS tried to cancel out her organization and not uh, allow them a non-tax-exempt status. Uh, we're going to be right back with Becky right after this. This is Right Side Radio, where we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. We are putting the message out there that you are not alone. If you want to be a right-side ruffian, just, just, just school yourself up here on the conservative values that we've always believed in. And oh, by the way, there's still more of us than there are of them. We'll be right back.
770 AM, 92.5 FM News Talk, WVNN. This is the News Talk of North Alabama. We are making an impact in the community already. Right Side Radio, Phil Williams as your host. I'm excited to be with you where we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, listen, folks, before I get back to my friend Becky Garrettson, let me just uh, remind you again about Otter Creek Farm. I'm going to keep telling you. It, it, folks, this place has been in Garden and Gun magazine. They, they've uh, Donald Trump Jr. stayed there not long ago. Uh, this is an amazing facility. Otter Creek Farmstead and Distillery is one of the South's premier wing shooting destinations. They offer quail and mixed bag hunts. They can do itineraries customized to your group's needs. You want to bring a uh, a group of clients there. You want to bring a family group there. You want to, I mean, literally overnight accommodations. Incredible. Check them out at ottercreekfarmstead.com. That's ottercreekfarmstead.com. Hey, I want to bring back my friend uh, Becky Gerritsen from Eagle Forum, who stared down the IRS and proved to the world that you can say no and refuse to be canceled. Um, and, 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 and Becky, I had some callers on in the last uh, half hour. Let me ask you, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked them. I'm going to put you on the spot. If you had one um, department of government at state or federal level that you could just wave a magic wand and make them go away, which one would it be? Easy question for me. Yeah. Department of Education. There it Keep is. It I, that, that's the winner. That's the winner for the day. I think there have been five of us that have said the DOE is, is where we need to go ahead and make a change. I mean, yes. it's a state's rights issue, I think, in that regard, don't you? Oh, absolutely. And I think when you look at the time frame of when education started really going downhill, you know, it was after the Federal Department of Education was established. And it is a huge waste of money. It is awful. I am so ready to get rid of that. Well, you know, the, the day may come. It's going to take some serious political will because, you know, you know the old story. Once you, once you build a department mm-hmm. of government, it's hard to get rid of it. Um, Absolutely. But uh, listen, um, Becky, you're, you're doing great work at, uh, at Eagle Forum now. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to diverge for a minute because Eagle Forum and the Alabama Policy Institute, where I also do work, have collaborated of late to attack this critical race theory. And we got about two minutes left before I start winding down to the next break. But um, we've seen some pretty egregious things uh, brewing in terms of critical race theory around the nation, and they're here in Alabama too. And, uh, they and we're are. asking, yeah, we're asking the state school board to to take a stand and say not in our schools. Um, but uh, give us the latest. What, what, do you, what, do you, what do you know that's happening right now with regards to that resolution for the school board? Well, I know the ACLU came out and said, you know, it was so horrible and we're trying to stop learning. And so it's really important to know that, um, well, here's the last two sentences of a statement that we sent out today, that it's disingenuous for anyone to suggest that these tenants of CRT, um, that we were asking them, you know, to not do, that they would not interfere with any kind of learning or bullying when in fact they would we we need to stop teaching the tenets of critical race theory we need to have this resolution at the school board passed to ban these types of um well tenants i guess is, is the best way to say it because these poor children you know i really believe that we have come so far from racially where we have been in the past. And now we are really reverting back to just looking at the color of people's skin now. There's something so wrong with that. And these poor little children are being told that the way they were made by God is terrible and they're horrible oppressors and they'll never be able to get out of that. So yeah, I think I totally it's really, I'm, I'm excited that people are paying attention. 
school boards like Mountain Brook and Oak Mountain and uh, you know, school, school uh, not necessarily the boards, but the parents are coming to the board meetings saying, no, we are not going to put up with this. And I think it's such a good thing. Um, Phil, with that, one of the things Eagle Forum is doing is we are starting small groups all across the state to help people be able to get engaged in these issues. And they can go to alabamaeagle.org slash events or just go to the events tab and, and look at um, events about critical race theory. If you don't really know what it is, we'll help you understand. I know you've already talked about it on your radio quite a bit, which is so great. Um, the Great Reset, the plan from the World Economic Forum, which is a real organization that's been around for 50 years. We have a fantastic presentation on that. Um, Puberty is not a disease. Pornography, a public health crisis and so many more. So if people can check out what's going on around the summer, uh, around the state this summer, we'd love to see some people showing up at these meetings. Yeah, Becky, thank you so much for that. And, uh, and thanks for being on the show today. I appreciate your work. I appreciate your stance over the years. I appreciate uh, uh, your husband's uh, status as a veteran uh, and his service. And, uh, and listen, uh, I wish you the best. And uh, Alabama Policy Institute will continue to stand with Eagle Forum as the, the two lead voices in conservatism here in the state of Alabama. Uh, so, Becky, you yes, have a great day, a great you. weekend, and thanks for what you do. So listen, folks, we're, we're winding down another half hour here on uh, Right Side Radio. We're going to open the phones up in the next half hour. If you want to start dialing in right now, you can, 866-494-9866. That's 866-494-WVNN. Call in. Tell me what you think. I mean, are you, do you, where's, where's your sense of value in government? Because me personally, I do believe that government has a role, but I also believe that government sometimes exceeds its role. Or like Becky Gerritsen, my friend who was just on, told Congress that they had forgotten their place. Um, and, and, and it happens too often. And we've got to make sure that there are people out there who are paying attention. People like my friend Bunny Pounds, who called in earlier and, and just decided they were not going to be canceled. They were not going to just have this incredible ministry opportunity turned off because a bureaucrat decided that Bible studies were partisan. That doesn't work that way. Becky Gerritsen said, no, we're not going to do that. It took four years, but they fought the IRS and they won. All said and done, folks, there's more of us than there are of them. We can get this done. Right Side Radio, we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. We're going to keep teaching it, and we're going to keep preaching it. We're going to keep laying it out there, enlightening, empowering, educating, and entertaining. We'll be right back after this.